Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders and organizations can not only transform to survive, but also thrive. I'm your host, Jennifer Ayers. As a recap, last season, we focused on change management and helping our listeners understand how to positively influence the change they want to see in their organization. This season, our fourth season, we're exploring topics on how to create a fabulous future of work. How can organizations create a healthy work culture and make the future of work even more impactful? We'll talk to various leaders and provide our own perspective on what's happening out there. Today, let's talk about the value HR can bring into organizations as we see the evolution of the pandemic. While remote work may have been one of the biggest challenges or changes that were brought to the workplace, I believe a more impactful or meaningful change could be articulated in the illumination of the greater need to humanize work. No longer did we need to necessarily keep up this persona at work and then somebody different at home. It was almost impossible When you think about how many different Zoom calls you might have had where a child or a pet came crashing into the Zoom call, we all really saw a more human side to each other, especially as we were navigating the great uncertainty together. This is where I think empowering your HR organization to participate in facilitating the outcomes that you desire from a business objective perspective will be really important in the future. For a while now, HR in general has tackled administrative items, as we're all familiar from payroll to benefits and etc. However, as we look into the future of work and the changes that we can expect, I would argue that some of the best organizations will have their HR leaders at the table defining and driving the company's strategy. HR can bring valuable insights on how to activate the people in the organization to realize the company's mission, vision, and business results. Here are five areas HR can really have an influence and help create a more impactful organization in the future. First, driving your values articulation. One of the best ways a company can build or rebuild a strong foundation is in its articulation and activation of its values. What are the non-negotiables for an organization and why does that matter? When a company can clearly articulate its values, it not only provides guidance for the organization at large, soon becomes a way of life for those individuals and that organization. And hence, that is reflected in the experience that the customer has on the other end. Integrating values means that you as an organization can define the behaviors you want to see embraced and recognize individuals for demonstrating those behaviors. For example, if safety is one of your values as an organization, then recognizing individuals that might bring forward safety concerns that potentially could put somebody else in harm's way, say at a factory plant, can be one way that you're reinforcing behaviors you want to see in the organization. 
Two, focus on wellness. There's little question that in the past few years, there have been challenges for a lot of people. And as a result, wellness has been brought to the forefront of conversations surrounding work for good reason. According to Pathways Mind at Work survey in 2021, over 88% of employees are concerned about their stress level over the past year. In that same survey, 9 out of 10 employees were worried about their burnout. While stress and burnout aren't the same issue as depression, they can definitely lead to it. According to a Gartner HR survey, almost 30% of employees reported feeling depressed due to COVID-19. While HR should never stand in for mental health professionals, they can use different tools to implement programs and track overall employee well-being and make recommendations to leaders about some investments that the organization can make in supporting wellness. Why this is important is that 70% of employees enrolled in wellness programs reported higher job satisfaction than those who were not enrolled, according to Aflac's workforce report. Satisfied employees are more productive and less likely to leave, which is great for leaders and businesses. Third, promoting of new technologies. Perhaps this might not be an obvious place for HR to play, but as automation continues to improve, now is the time to think about structuring departments to be more agile and data-driven and getting them prepared to integrate different automation. If the pandemic has reminded us of anything, it's that we will all need to be able to pivot. HR can play a role in helping support the adoption of technology and automation that will alleviate some of the busy work employees need to deal with on a day-to-day basis. For more considerations regarding implications of automation in the future of work, check out this season's episode four on what's workforce automation and why should you care. Fourth, promoting flexibility. It is true that some jobs need to be done in person, but others can be done remotely. I believe that going forward, HR can help identify what roles can be remote and help guide leaders to make those right decisions. However, while remote work is one of the considerations, more importantly, however, is the need for flexibility. Lisa Inslee and I cover some recent studies that support the discussion being around flexibility, not necessarily hybrid or remote working. Tune into episode five of this season where we share some of these findings. Finally, consider upskilling. In episode 13 of this season, I cover upskilling and why this is important for an organization. Most employees want to learn new skills and grow in their role, and HR can be a great avenue through which employees can be upskilled or reskilled by deploying workshops, college partnerships, and more. HR can help workers navigate the overwhelming process of earning a degree, even in some cases, or certifications. So, with recent turmoil of work, now is the perfect time for HR to have a stronger voice at the leadership table and serve as an advocate for the most valuable part of a business, its people. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining this week's episode of Survive and Thrive podcast. Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. 
Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care.